Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another live stream. Welcome back. Um, yeah, we are reacting to what was yet another dismal performance. Uh, that's a bit harsh. Yet another. It was another. Dis it was a, dis a dismal performance yesterday. Ashing Gate as Bruce City fell to a one-nil defeat. Home QPR, um, who are who are in the bottom three still. are in the bottom three, in fact. Um, I'm joined with me on the streams uh, by Matisse, as always. Matisse, how are you feeling? after yesterday's um shambolic display well it's it's just classic versus city i mean i'm i'm not surprised at this point it's just how, how a few days can change um our optimism on on the club i mean when we were reviewing southampton it was all glory 3-1 win against an amazing side and then back at home qpr relegation zone and yet again we lose two shots on target back to just yeah poor really poor performance and yeah i mean yeah like i said just the, the inconsistency is is really key um and that's just what what we don't have and yeah i mean we've just lost a lot of points against really poor sides and i mentioned it in the southampton if it's a big chance a big opportunity here at home to go three on the bounce get some more points and we should be really i mean we've done the hard work against the good sides and then yeah again we we get another poor side coming to ashton gate and we throw away more results and we've done that quite a few times this season but yeah very disappointing and just poor performance yeah yeah as you mentioned on the back of that Southampton game, which we reviewed by the way so you can check out that live stream after this one so you uh, do stay around um yeah bruce city it's never really got going um and yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk all about it. Uh, this was the team, as you can see, along the bottom um, for City. Obviously, Max and goal. It was McCrory who came in for George Turner, right back. Uh, as a back four. Uh, it was Rob Dickey, Zach Miner, Hayden Roberts uh, make up the rest of the back back four. Matthew James and Joe Williams in midfield, alongside Jason Knight. Uh, it was Sam Bell, um, who we'll talk about as well. And Smetti, Naki Wells. We'll talk about. Uh, City's team news in a minute. Um, this was the QPR team, who I thought were very impressive and definitely should not be in the relegation zone. Um, as for Begovic in goal, it was a back four of Jimmy Dunn, Steve Cooks, Jake Clark, Salter, and um, I've missed out the left back, have I? Who's their left back? Oh, oh Kenneth, Kenneth Powell. That's, I've missed out Kenneth Powell there. Uh, that should be Kenneth Powell. That. I'll update that actually in a minute. Uh, Isaac Hayden, Sam Field, Chris Willock, Lucas Anderson. Ilias Chair, Lyndon Dykes up top. Um, I thought they were really good, actually. QPL, do you want to talk about them for a minute before we move on to we both uh, showed uh, one up? I mean, obviously, we're, we're going to have a go at Bristol City and that dismal performance, but we also have to give credit to, to QPR because they came and they played pretty well, to be honest. And some patterns in play that I saw and the passing and the movement they in the second half a, a lot of times they they were nearly through and then just some couple good saves by max to to stop them and they could have easily been two three no up um by the end of the game but yeah i yeah give credit to them and i don't see them getting relegated after that those performances i mean mill were being brought down there which is which is surprising but um yeah if they play like that they they definitely won't go down but it's just about stringing some consistency together but yeah no qpr 
definitely did deserve the winners um yesterday and yeah they 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 play pretty well i was impressed yeah just so we don't come across as um biased or no well we are biased but not like too overboard just so but yeah we we are going to give credit to upl they were, they were really good um didn't, didn't look like a side over in the bottom three at all um this was i'll bring back the city team up um yeah two changes mccrory in the right back for george tanner and who's uh, naki wells coming in for tommy conway from the southampton game um obviously everyone is now literally to flip a flip of a coin who starts between naki wells and tommy conway now um and Ross McCrory coming in a little bit of a surprise after george tanner's recent performances but also not that much of a surprise given it considering the volume of games he's played yeah, I mean, we looking at our recent like run of games, and I mean, after the Christmas period, we had those FA Cup games and the replays on top of that. So we haven't had a lot of breaks, and this is now we have a week break until Wednesday, um, which we haven't had in in quite a while. So yeah, it's just mainly rotation. McCroy still yet to play ninety, but he's playing good minutes. Um, so yeah, not too surprised. But I think Tanner didn't even come on in the end because of Sykes. Um, so yeah, I hopefully we'll, we'll see him soon because I think he's been pretty solid recently. And then the other changes were no, was it was that that uh, Conway out for yeah Conway Conway Fields. So yeah, just more rotation, but otherwise yeah. And then we mentioned, I mean, you mentioned on your vlog as well. I mean, Sykes was on the bench last um, week, but he was on there again, and then. Twine was um Twine on was the on bench the today yeah. Yeah. for the first time for his return from injury, but didn't appear. So hopefully we can see him next week. We'll see. But um, yeah, other than that, pretty norm the norm for us. Yeah, fairly normal. Um we'll talk about we'll start talking about the game then. Um I'm gonna be honest, nothing actually happened. Um I don't know what your thoughts were watching it, but for, for me, like being in the ground, nothing actually. Nothing really seemingly happened. Um, and if anything, QPL were probably the side who looked a little bit more threatening on the counter-attack. I, fe I felt like it took them about five minutes to get going. And then once they got going on the counter-attack in particular, they looked really, really like a serious threat. And Bristol City, well, ultimately, we didn't really have too many answers for them. Yeah, I think we had a little burst at, at the start. I mean, the atmosphere was building a little bit what well, i'd say in terms of we just won two back-to-back -back games and we beat southampton so the expectations were pretty high going into this so we knew that a performance would would have to be made so i feel like the start we were kind of going for it there, there was a couple half chances i'd say mccrory um sl like smashed it the side netting a couple chances going forward but really not not too much um and there yeah from then on out we really had nothing going forward. Um, I mean, we'll talk about the second half after. I think we had one uh, close chance um, with Conway, but really the lack of threat was just back to what what, what we've been used to recently, um, bar a few wins. Um, and yeah, QPR grew into the game, like you said, counter-attacking. And yeah, they kind of just outclassed us and then eventually got the goal in, in the 40 first minute um through Ilias chair yeah yeah uh Bristol had a free kick uh, I remember the first half mm. just before the goal um 
it, well, we had a couple of free kicks, didn't we? We had one with Joe Williams, where we, which was put into the box, and that was cleared away, uh, and then tried to recycle that. that didn't work. The second one, the more talked about one, is the one um, that can take my Naki Wells, where Isaac Hayden is booked. I think it's Isaac Hayden. He was well. He, yeah, it was Isaac Hayden, but I don't know if he was booked for that particular free kick. He might have been booked for a different one. Um, booked for kicking the ball away. Um, before that, actually, Isaac Hayden put in a couple of really strong challenges on. Particularly Alex Metti, um, where it's fair, it's fair challenges, but I felt if he got one of them wrong, I might have been, you know, he might have been a bit of trouble, but that was quite silly from him. Uh, kicked the ball away, got a yellow card, which is unnecessary. Uh, City then take the free kick with Naki Wells' shooting range. Um, there's no other ways to describe it apart from how, how has he managed to do that? I mean, looking at it and the distance as well, I mean, it is very close um, for Naki, but he just decides to just absolutely smash it and he just goes full power and just hopes it it finds its way on target. Um, definitely the wrong decision there. And it went flying over the bar, which is disappointing because in those situations, it's it's a big chance here, depending on how you play, you play in a, another play with a pass or just a bit more precision on the shot. Um, so, yeah, another close free kick opportunity lost um maybe well that's where we're missing twine really um if he was playing and he had that opportunity because yeah with him on the ball we'll see but um yeah i mean we're kind of feeding off off, off. even tgh on that particular situation would have been not Mm. not a bad contender would he and then he sat yeah he, he was yeah he was off at that point but yeah exactly tgh wouldn't be too bad either but yeah, in terms of chances, I mean, we we just we just didn't have enough. We're feeding off like little little scraps here because we didn't create enough at all. Um, I mean, I'm not sure how many shots on target we had against Southampton and Borough, but back to this like two shots on target in the game. I mean, I'll get the, the stats up. Yeah, they had seven, um, and we did have more possession, like we said, but obviously on the counter attack, they were good, and obviously leading up to that goal. Um, and before that, yeah, actually, it was the Sam Bell, Sam Bell injury. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the ball is played down the left hand side for Belly to chase. And obviously, you know, Sam Bell's going to do his thing, trying to take on the man. I think it's a Luke Sanderson he's trying to take on. Um, and then he just kind of stops. Um, and you're all, yeah, collective sigh of like, oh, God, here we go again. Just as when we're getting a foot fit squad, um, Belly goes and, yeah does his hamstring um hopefully well i said this on twitter um i don't know if you agree with this but if it's like an injury that's going to keep him out for basically the whole season but he might be available for the now like a couple of games i'd just not bother i'd just like just keep him out just like take him out the firing line because his mental because his mental uh state must not be good right now with the fact that he missed that penalty at forest and that's obviously had to take a honestly it would take a toll on any human being um, and if he's denying that and he's saying, oh, I'm just getting on with it, yeah, he's wrong. It's going to take a toll on any human being. Um, his performances, it's not been, maybe that's been, maybe the last couple of performances have been hampered by that Forest game. I don't know. I remember in this game, actually, he took a, oh, it was the most bizarre thing. He took a touch. He looked like it was perfect control on the touchline. He was just going to run up it and then took an extra touch and went out of play. It's just, yeah, it's very, it's very non-league. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's just about taking him out of the firing line. And if, if even if he is available for the last couple of games of the season, 
and let's say we're not really involved in anything major uh, playoff race, um, might as well just keep him out of the keep him out the firing line and give him preseason to completely rest and you know fully get into the uh, kind of Manning style of football. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say so as well. Um, I mean, perhaps it depends how long the injury will be. We don't know exactly like the severity, but I'm I'm just thinking. Um, I mean, we talk about in the Southampton. Um, we have enough depth in our attack right now for us to afford it. I mean, obviously, it's not ideal, not an ideal situation. But if we lose someone like Vino Dickey, then really in the mud. Um, but yeah, it's a shame for Sam Bell. I mean, he did score against Southampton. Um, which obviously boosted his confidence a little bit, but wasn't one of the best goals he scored. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be tough for him now, but hopefully he can come back um, towards the end of the season or at the beginning of next stronger, depending what signings we're going to make. I mean, we'll see his, his future, but it's, it is bright for him. I mean, Twine, I don't think he's going to come um, and stay with us just for the fact that Burnley is looking to get relegated. Um, from the prem so i think surprised. they'll they'll keep him yeah i'll be surprised if they if they let him go because they'll probably want to want um to have him back for the championship next season because yeah it does not look like they're going to stay up um so yeah it's a shame but i mean injuries is just it's just what, what we always have we've never had like a well no one ever has a fit squad but like you said just as we're about to look like we're we're back at uh really like we have a good look most of our players back and Atkinson does his hamstring, mm. and so does Sam Bell, which I don't think we've mentioned Atkinson um, yet. Uh, well, that happened but... after Southampton, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's out um, um, for longer, which is just a real shame. And I don't know where... So he's not going to play all of play. the season. He's not going to play all the season. Probably not, no. So he's basically just missed a year. I think No, but I think we added a year onto his... So he's extended his deal for a year, another year, I think. So he should... hopefully all right yeah um, will he be the same player though it's going to be a completely different thing because he's done his acl and then he had another i think he had did he not have another minor setback and then yeah yeah he did he was supposed to come back in december or something like december and then he had another setback yeah. for a month yeah. or two and then it's and then not now looking good for him it's hamstring injury which is going to keep him out so, i'd say kind of similar situation to bell just keep him just keep him like out of firing line uh, no need to risk him, mm. especially with that volume of injury um, and the stress of the injury, just to keep him out of the firing line. Um, yeah, obviously shame for Atkinson because on his day, probably one of our best centre-backs, uh, if not our best centre-back. Um, so yeah, a massive shame. Um, if, if he comes back and he's even anywhere near the player he was for the first couple of games um, before the injuries, well, obviously that's Brilliant, brilliant for us. When's the um, last time we even saw him? Now it's been a way. long, long yeah. time. Oh no, this on this day last year was the last time we saw him actually. Because yes. this is the this on this day last year we played Sunderland, Sunderland away and we got that penalty. Um, yeah, yeah. Penalty. That's one year. Now. That's tough. Um, That's tough, Atkinson. Let's talk about the goal then for QPR. Um, as much as we don't want to, um, it's a good goal. Good goal from his chair. Uh, he's. Luke Sanderson, who I thought was a bit of a live wire all game, he's played in down the right hand side. The ball is cut in, uh, played across the box, face of goal, and Ilias Jer takes a touch. I think does he take a touch? He takes a touch, and then he curls it. Doesn't take a touch. 
Just first time. <laughs> first, first time. time. First time. Um, first time curls it. Max gets a hand to it. I'm not blaming Max for that one. Um, well, I haven't seen a proper replay of it. I've just seen the re- I've just seen a replay of the the crossing and the goal. But apparently, I heard in the in the crowd after the game that it was Naki Wells's fault with like giving the ball away or something. Am I am I talking? I well, I I, I didn't see that part. Um, but on on the goal, um, I think it's avoidable to be honest. Um, but it is a it is a good work to goal. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's brought out to the right hand side. But then we've got think yeah six players in and around the area, and they're all just staring at the ball. I have no awareness of players running into the box or what what's going to happen next. And I think it's pretty obvious because. Um, What's his name? Who was who assisted him? Um, brought it out quite uh, wide, and Anderson. He brought it quite wide, so it, it was kind of obvious a cross was coming in. Um, and then yeah, just finds chair at the edge of the box, and first time. Don't think Max even got a hand to it. It's a good finish. Um, it's a good goal, but it is disappointing. I mean, I felt like it was a bit too easy uh, for them, but um, probably yeah, deserved at that point. And we're one 0 down, and yeah. Just disappointing, um, really. So yeah, good goal, but I think we could have done better. Yeah, it was, it was not. It's not good. Um, Gav, UPR fan, thank you for joining us. Um, we're not. We're not going to bite. Promise. Um, picked off at well in the second half. We'll talk about the second half in a bit. It was not good. It's not good. Um, yeah, good goal from Chair, who's a quality player. He should be. He should be doing things like that more often. He doesn't. Um yeah, QPR will probably take a deserved advantage. Um at, at half time. Bristol City don't really pose too much. In the first half, I'll tell you the stats. 56% possession. We had eight shots in the first half. Uh two on target. Um QPR only had two shots, one on target, but they looked far more threatening on the break, I'm being honest. Bristol City, all that possession uh, accumulated to really nothing. And yeah, Bruce City going to the going to the break one 0 down, and I don't really have many complaints. Um, I think QPR probably deserved it. Um, into the second half, and yet again, Bruce City we're trying our best to get get on the ball, trying the same things over and over and over again, trying to play through the thirds, getting it to our centre back, getting it out wide, going it back in, getting it to Matthew James, giving it to Joe Williams, and it's just not working. And we just keep doing it. And QPR in their 4 2 3 1 shape. They've dropped their two centre midfielders right back. I was Caden and Jack Colback eventually came on as well. Um, and some field. Um, just just drop back, and we have no answer. We have we just try the same things, and it's insanity. It's a definition of insanity. Yeah, I mean it is the style we're looking to play. We want to play um attacking possession-based football but in some situations you just got to stop forcing it and and try something else um because really eventually it was just just getting just the same old in 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 that game and if we just look sloppy we just don't don't really know what we're doing um at some points and moving forward and it's always that final pass i mean the creativity it's just kind of a lack of everything um and we really, we really looked poor. Um, and just again, a, another poor championship side. I mean, we go from amazing performances and then we can't bring it. 
to QPR. And it's not like they're a team like Millwalls and the Birminghams who who sit back a lot. They they went for it um, and and they played well, especially in that second half. But we still didn't respond and just yeah, I don't really know what went wrong. Um, but it, everything well, really. Let, I'll, tell in, to, I'll, I'll tell you what went wrong. We kept we kept trying to do the same thing, and I said this, and I think um, people might have mis- uh, overheard it in the in the vlog. Where at the, right at the end, I went, "We've got to have some sort of flexibility about the way we play because teams are just going to work us out." I know we're early in the Manning tenure, but teams are just going to work us out if we just keep playing that way. We can't keep constantly keep trying to pass it to our centre backs, then go out wide. Then it's always back into centre backs, go out wide, and then we tried the vertical. The, the ball through or if that doesn't work we go back to Max we hoof it to our wing backs who are huffed a bit up the pitch and we try and get a knock on it's always the same thing it's always the same thing and things well teams are going to pick us out and work us out if we don't try and improve that if you, if you get what I mean we've got to have some sort of flexibility about us we've got to go direct sometimes I understand today we had Naki Wells on the pitch who up against Steve Cook and Jay Clark so you can't go direct against against, against with Naki Wells, but you've got you get my point. You have to have some sort of flexibility, and I don't really think, apart from one moment in the first half, where I thought, okay, Jason Knight is running at them. We didn't really play with too much energy on the ball. We always always got kind of passive or very pedestrian, all very patterned and structured, and no end product, no end substance. It kind of felt like we were comfortable in what we were doing, but we were like, we never never looked threatening. And that I thought was the most disappointing thing from the fact that we had such a contrasting display against Southampton going forward, where we really, even even if that was on the counter attack most of the game, and I think it was 20, 31% possession, whatever it was. And Bristol City really, we, we, sh- we showed what we can do going forward, and that just nowhere near, nowhere near it today. I think that's my main frustration, and that's the main problem I had with yesterday's performance. Yeah, I think we haven't perfected it, really, um, what we're trying to play. And like you said, flexibility, we got to know what to do against different teams. And I mean, the trend over the last couple of years, we have less possession, we do better um, and we get more results. And maybe that links to why we play better against the top sides who push and play aggressive. Um, they usually they have more of the ball in, in most of those games, I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, we just have to get used to this kind of style, but we keep saying it, it has to happen eventually. But like you said, it's going to be too easy for other teams um, to figure out. And then we keep pushing and trying the same things. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Liam Manning will realise this, um, but it, it needs to change soon because this inconsistency where we go from that performance and then a few days later, it's just... Ah. It's frustrating, and I'm not surprised at this point. I mean, we're, 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 we've gone through this a, a lot of times, um, and yeah, it is poor. Well, let's talk more about the second half then. Um, yeah, QPR, again, better chances, I thought. Uh, Chris Willock had a couple of shots saved by Max. The first one was saved by Max. Oh, one of them was saved by Max right at the end. Um, where he gets in, Joe Hodge plays him in on the on the on the right hand side for QPR. He's in, he hits it straight at Max. Another one I thought was in, to be honest. Uh, hit the side netting. Um, Bristol City didn't. Oh, I can't remember one. 
a massive chance. We had actually no Tommy Conway was played in, wasn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. But that was saved by Bankovic. And that, I wouldn't really call that a big chance. I'll call that half chance. And it's like quite hard as well because he can't really take a touch. And the angle is really tight for him. So it's, yeah. It, and with the goalkeeper like Bankovic, you know, yeah, he's quite experienced. He's always going to know the angles and whatnot. So you know, I would um, probably call that a massive chance. Yeah, I, I, I remember watching that. Um, it was good play. It was well into the second half. Um, Sykes played it into Naki, who took a nice touch and did a reverse pass through to Conway. Took it nicely. I'm surprised he got the shot off. I think it just went wide on the left. I don't. I don't think Begovic even got a touch. But in those situations, I feel like just got to smash it near post. Um, Saka did a did, had a brilliant goal against um, Burnley yesterday as well. I feel like at that angle, it's just better and i feel like it works a lot if you smash it with power near post it's uh it's a big chance but yeah like you said it's it, it's it's a half chance really um i didn't expect it to to go in um but in 90 minutes the fact that we could really can only remember one or two um half chances even just just really sums up the game um in terms of qpr yeah, they had a good chance. I thought Max was pretty good. I mean, most of those saves, yeah, expected. But there was one big chance on the left-hand side. It's played in and he gets the ball. If he spills that, it's a tap-in. Um, the QPR attack and he, he handles it well. Another chance was a free kick for QPR. I don't know what we're doing. It's played in way too easily. Um, shot taken by Chair, I think. Oh, you're talking about the one true. where they played it on the floor and across our defence. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that was embarrassing. I I said it. I yeah, called it. I mean, I called. I literally said it. Oh, you could see that coming from a mile away because he made the run like yeah. five seconds before. Literally, Naki Wells loses him. Oh, well, he's surprised. in the wrong position. Yeah, most surprised. Comes in, it's opened, gets the shot off. It's a good save by Max, and then we clear it. But still, just a lot of those just sloppiness, and I felt like they opened us up way too easily as well on on the other side. But um. Yeah, other than that, pretty much it. Well, obviously, we went for it a little bit at the end, but still just it did not look like we were going to score at all. Had a corner in the last minute, um, headed off the line. It was actually very close. I think it was He's a offside. flick on. He's offside. It's offside from a corner. Yes. Yeah, no, the flick on. I think it was Viner coming in at the back post was offside, apparently. That's what the ref, that's what the linesman gave. So even if Viner does put it in, it wouldn't have counted. It, it was Naki. It was Naki. Oh, it was Naki. Was, but, was it Naki coming in on the back post? Yeah. That one. Oh, you oh, are right. You are, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Naki. It was just, yeah, middle of the goal. Linesman definitely gave offside. Oh yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But but we, if, even if he didn't I'm even if he didn't off. touch it, Dick, Dickie was coming back post, and I think it might have been on target anyway. But it was a good header off the line, and they gave it a um a goal kick, which was just. Or maybe they gave. Did you think they gave the offside then instead of the goal kick? They gave the offside. Yeah, they forgive. Definitely, oh, okay. okay. definitely gave offside. Um, right. That's, fair. that's that. That kind of brings us to the end of the game, to be honest, because didn't really offer. Didn't really offer too much. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing else. Nothing else yeah. we can talk about because it was just, yeah, grim. Um. Well, look, we can, we can talk. We can dwell. We can dwell on it all we want, but that was just. And we can sorry, we can paint it in whatever way we want, but it was just abysmal. Get get uh, mm-hmm. for people watching it live on YouTube. Uh, get your thoughts in on the in the comment section. Um, I'll be I'll make sure to read them out. But yeah, get your thoughts in on the performance. Um, just quickly to sum it, just sum it all up. Um, 
yeah, I thought it was abject and really pathetic. Um, how would you sum it up? Just lack lack of everything, really. It's a bit embarrassing as well. And it's just classic Bristol City. It, it just sums it up when we when we're used to these kinds of run of games and then we we pull up with with this performance um and the lack of shots on target complete lack of threat and we just did not deserve anything out of that game really we've been very lucky to to get a point and qpr the the scoreline kind of does it does us nice because they had a couple chances and yeah like, like i said earlier could have easily won two three nil um so yeah we just got a move on really we have a week now which is good um i think because we've had a lot of rotation and little rest so that'll be good and it's another opportunity because we've got uh shuffled wednesday um so hopefully we can we can pick up some points but it just seems like i mean you could see it going into these next that'll two games well, you get six points here yeah it won't be easy especially how how we play against uh no, sides no, that, no, that down will the be table. a seriously tough game with the form there and it's away well. from home yeah, that's exactly. They 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 picked up points as well. I mean, in their recent form. I mean, they beat Mill yesterday. Mill have been pretty dismal recently. Um, we couldn't read them. Beat, beat Birmingham. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the they're still in for a shout of 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 um, staying up. Definitely a Rotherham of. Well, I reckon in a few oh. weeks they'll be nearly. Um, Should we move on to but, yeah. move on to player ratings? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, look, we don't want to, but here we are. Um, we'll start. Look, I just want to say before, um, yeah. I, I couldn't watch the the whole game. I was actually on a, on a flight on the way back, so don't slip me off too much. But I'll get Annie to say his his one first, so I can just adjust it slightly for. Um, right, okay. But yeah, in the comments as well, post your post your. Um, yeah player so as well yeah as we go on um so if you do want to help us out just put got player i um whatever player dash uh rating number uh i was out it's all out of 10. uh six is like an average um seven is like above average um last week there was no nothing less than a seven everyone played uh well apart from the subs uh everyone played really well no there was no less than a six come on, we got a six um this is going to be interesting um i'll start with max um others are best player to be honest kept us in the game uh he made a couple of really good saves um goal is not his fault yeah i'll give him i'll give us i'll give him uh, i'll give him a 7.5 because we lost if we'd got a clean sheet i'd give him an eight but because we lost i've, I've actually put Point five as well. I won't lie. I'll just... Yeah, sure. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, yeah. well, my hands in the way. Seven point five. I'm showing everyone else's results now, but um, I actually put seven point five as well. Um, I agree. Definitely our best play on the pitch. Um, and uh, a couple of those saves were crucial. And the one I mentioned, if he pushed that on, that would have been a tap in, and yeah, we could have easily lost by more. So yeah, decent. Yeah, made made really made made a couple of really good saves. Um, Ross McCrory um i'll go first there uh didn't really impress me if i'm being brutally honest i thought he was below average look at my five i thought he was, thought he was anonymous for a lot of the game and then um, and to be, to be actually 
in fairness to him, he got himself in a lot of good areas, but we've moved the ball. We moved the ball yesterday so slowly from left to right because we've cons- instead of one pass going from Dickey, so if it was with Roberts and McCrory was an acres of space, instead of one pass going from Roberts to Viner to McCrory, it went Roberts to James to Dickey to Viner, then to McCrory. And by that time, the defense had, their defense had already pushed right back um, to help cover McCrory. So he had no time. But despite that, I'll give him a five. I thought he was, I thought he was meh. I thought he was below average to be honest. I'll give him a five. I've given the, all the four, the back four, who started the um the same rating. Um, just because I I couldn't I couldn't really give a difference between most of them from what I personally saw because I only see a bit uh well the whole of the second half. Um, do you want to give your four first, or should I just say what what mine is for um, the? Yeah, you, you, well, I haven't really. You know, no, you got you go you go first. You go first for uh, McCrory. Go on. Oh, right down my rating. Well, all of mine are the same, um, basically, but I've given them a 5.5 um, for all the back four. Uh, I agree with you. Um, they, it was just slow. They all didn't provide much, but I feel like that's less of the problem from yesterday, as in the midfield and the attack is where really we struggled in making a threat. And once we play out the back, then, yeah, I'd, I'd say... Definitely, but below average, I couldn't even give them a five. All of them, but um, not like one of the worst performances we've seen. They weren't horrendous, mm-hmm. no, in, in like big mistakes, but just not amazing. Couple balls went through too easily, but I think that was less on the defense. Um, in in those certain More situations, so yeah, I've, yeah. So I've given them all a five point five. Um, for Viner, Dickey, Roberts, and McCrory. 5.5 for all of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me jot this down. Um, yeah, I went five for McCrory, as I said. I've gone, for the both centre-backs, I've gone six. I thought Dickey was good in the first half. I kept him, kept him at bay. But to be fair to Dickey, when we were trying to push numbers forward uh, in the second half, he got a little bit caught up because he was, he was the only kind of... Because Viner was pushing... Viner was basically right wing-back at one point um, with, like, the last 15 minutes. Um so he kept constantly getting caught out, and it was not really his fault. He's not very quick. Um, I gave, I went six for Viner. I thought he, I thought he was, thought he's meh. I thought he's good. I thought he's no, he's not good. I thought he was okay. Did his normal thing. Uh, not really at fault for anything. I thought he was composed at most of the game. Uh, Hayden Roberts, I went five actually. Um, to be honest, I thought he was, thought he was fairly mm, average. Um, Nothing against him, but he looked really uncomfortable yesterday, and it didn't look like the player who played against against um, Southampton against Forest, and just didn't look the same player. It was weird because he was at one point he had the ball in like on near nearly in their in their half, and then didn't know what to do with it, and then he was getting hounded by about a few QPR players, and then eventually ended up in our own corner flag. I was like, what are you doing? Um, I thought he looked really uncomfortable today. Uh, yesterday, sorry. Um, yeah, I've given him a five. Um, let's move into midfield then. Matt James, I've gone six. I thought he was okay. Don't really think he did too much. Um, uh, a good Matty James performance is probably one against Southampton where he's just really commanding. Nothing really gets through the midfield. Um, but I thought a lot went through the midfield, so I'll give him a give him a six. What are your thoughts on 
Chima's performance yesterday? Um, I mean, we've talked about the James Williams partnerships and it was good against Southampton, but there was just a lack of creativity and I feel like that's pinned down to kind of everywhere from, from the midfield forward. Um, James, I've given a 5.5. Again, I think it was just a bit below average. I think the whole team basically were bar, bar a couple were below average. Um, so yeah, 5.5, same kind of things. I mean, obviously it wasn't horrendous, um, but yeah, just just a bit of lack of um, from any any sort of yeah creativity from from most of the players. So yeah, 5.5. That's fair, that's fair. Um, Joe Williams, I went five. I thought he was really off colour yesterday. Um, look, nowhere near his normal standard. So I've gone, I've gone five. I thought, yeah, I didn't really have the impact he has had in games recently. I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I, I also put a five for him. Um, I thought, yeah, I mean, again, it's consistency. He's been great for us recently. I don't, I still am not convinced on this partnership. I feel like TGH should should be playing. Um, there and i think as he came on uh, yeah the, well he had that corner and i feel like we should see a bit more of him that we haven't recently um but yeah william's not great didn't see too much of him um in the game and thought he, did, he didn't give much of an impact he's been good recently yeah, he's been excellent recently joe williams i'll give him a pass on this one thought not necessarily his fault he was left down by probably a team performance that was just completely below average um, Jason Knight, who we held, we hold to high standards, and I thought he was um, off it yesterday. If I'm being honest, I thought he was uh, quite off it. So I'll give him a six. Um, no, 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 I'll give him a five. I thought he was nowhere near it actually. And this is, this is only because we hold um, Joe Williams. Sorry, Jason Knight to high standards. That's not. It's not because I thought he was. Abysmal. I just think we hold them to high standards. So I thought, yeah, I'll give him. I'll give Jason Knight a five. I know what your thoughts are. I've given him a six, which you went for originally. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought again. I thought he was one of our better players. Um, he's still yeah, brought a little that. bit of energy um, and trying to put in passes. A couple of chances in the first half, trying to find that final pass into Naki, but I felt like Naki really didn't bring bring anything. Um, so yeah, I gave him a six. I thought it was okay. Like we we do hold him to a lot of high expectations, but when you look at it, it was a pretty average performance from him. So yeah, six. Jason Knight. Um, do you talk about Sam Bell? Mm, so twenty five minutes is not. No, nah, I don't, know. I don't think we can. Uh, Naki Wells, you go first. I'm interested to hear what you think. I can be harsh here, but. Oh, I'm going to be. Sometimes, sometimes we, we always say uh, it's not his type of game or he's not suited for this, but I'm going to give him a 4.5 um, for this one. I think he was really ineffective. Um, and I know in certain situations, like we said, it's not suited for him, but I really didn't bring any impact and he just seems like he's there and he doesn't know what he's doing. Sometimes what, what I thought of Cornick in, in the past as well. Um, and yeah, I really just didn't, didn't see anything happening with him and I was disappointed really. Um, I mean, the whole team was obviously poor. So yeah, I've given him a 4.5, maybe a bit harsh, but yeah. Um, 
No, I thought I thought, I thought QPR fans were really good actually you know, yesterday, especially after the game where they stayed behind and yeah, did, yeah, good good set of fans. Um, Naki Wells, I thought was utterly abysmal yesterday. I have to say, um, offered little to nothing, uh, closer to nothing. Um, I thought he was really really poor. Um, and this has been a bit of a theme. That's what I'm going to say. And the free kick. Um, I know it's only a free kick, and I know you know not a free kick stent going. But the fact that this is an experienced championship striker who scored loads of goals in this division um, before for QPR for uh, whoever it is, Burnley, Bradford, uh, Bradford. He's been in this division before, and he scored loads of goals basically, hasn't he? And the fact that he decided that the best course of action for that particular free kick from that distance, that angle was to absolutely leather that ball is an, is telling a story in itself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving a four. Um, I thought he was absolutely abysmal. Um, if you think that's harsh, that's fair. I don't. I don't. Uh, I thought he was abysmal and I thought Conway would have, I think Conway would have offered more. I get, I get the fact that we're trying to rest, you know, getting, giving both players a fair chance and also trying to rest Tommy. That's fair enough. Um, and yeah, I, just just on 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 Naki as well um i think he, he yeah like we said he had like one little chance the reverse pass was decent to conway but we're feeding off single passes here and that just shows something and like you said just the professionality of just smashing that and no it's just, just it's just lack of critical it. thinking man it's, it's, it's yeah, just a lack of it's critical just thinking. really poor and it's and if it, and it's, it's frustrating it's frustrating like you could see, I you could see everyone in the crowd could see that that was not there to be absolutely leathered. If it was like ten yards that way, fair enough, go for it, go for it. My, you have my blessing. You're you're so close to that box, you have to have some sort of like technique to it. He just absolutely leathers that ball, and it's yeah, it's just not good enough for me for a championship striker who we paid a lot of money for. But that's not his fault. Uh, but he's been here for God knows how long. He's not. He's played in the championship for ages. Experienced, um, seemingly a good character to have in the dressing room, but he's just nowhere near it. Um, and he has been, hasn't been for a while. That forest miss was appalling. Um, which would have won that, which would have won us that game. That is appalling. The technique he showed in that one was dismal. Um, I'll stop. Um, Alice Mametti, I've given him the five. Um, yeah, I thought he was definitely below average. Um, had one shot, one of our two shots on target. Um, again, straight at the keeper. Um, it was a little curler shot from first half. Um, you, you, you know it's bad. When I can't remember that. You know it's bad. It, it, it was. It was a pretty. It was a pretty mid shot. Um, Begovic. Oh did no, that one. Which is Begovic yeah. palmed it away. Yeah, oh, I remember mm. that. Yeah, yeah. He could have caught it to be honest. Um, I don't but know yeah, he palmed, palmed it away. But other than that, I mean. Yeah, just really didn't offer much going forward, and the whole attack really didn't. Um, so yeah, definitely below average, and just yeah, five for Anis. Definitely can, can do a lot better. If, I, if I'm being completely honest, I think the Isaac Hayden challenge in the first half rattled him a little bit. Um, where it was a completely fair challenge, you know, all props to Hayden. I thought it was, it was a good challenge. And if if if, if Joe Williams is doing that to their left wing arm going. I'm going like go on, lad. Um, but yeah, I think that rattled down us a little bit and uh, didn't really recover from that. I've given him a five, five as well. I thought 
Uh, yeah, we need to see, we need to start seeing a little bit more from Ants, if I'm being honest. Um, subs, uh, Cornick, who came on for Sandbound in the first half. Uh, interesting. So the Cornick eventually start, initially started off at the left wing, and then got moved to the right uh, because obviously Anis is on, Anis is on the on Anis is better, I'd say, on the left as well. Uh, out of the two, um, and yeah, Cornick is it's okay on the right. Um, yeah, so Cornick I thought was decent. I thought he was thought again. He 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 showed a few he showed a few touches. Um, again, he was hounded out by Kenneth Powell and their midfield and. Clark Salter, especially on the right hand side, just didn't really get going. Didn't really get a kick. Um, I thought he did okay with what he had, so I give him a six. Yeah, I gave him a five point five, so pretty similar. But I still think just a bit below average. He looked okay. He obviously came on very early on um, in the twenty sixth minute. Um, but yeah, just I, I had to criticise the whole attack, but. Not one of his worst performances, but recently he's been pretty good. I thought it was going to be the third win with the the tash, his moustache. But um, he's got to shave that tash off now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, recently, yeah, um, getting better. So hopefully, still more to see. Obviously, everyone was was abysmal today. Um, but yeah, five point five for me for Cornick. Taylor Gordon Hickman. I think he was okay when he came on i gave him a six um you don't look like you're you're in a uh i'm not sure, I'm sure about you agree me um i i think from from what i saw he, he looked okay um corner at the end I, I didn't see too much but i think i mean at the end we really didn't have anything going forward but um i gave him a six but you look like you're going to give him a, a two or something Right. No, I'm not giving a ten. That's <laughs> stupid. Um, I'm giving him a five point five. I thought he was what well. Is point five. Oh, you're looking. No, at I, like mate, you have to make it. You have to, look, you have to. You have to make it dramatic. You know what? No, I'll give him a five. I'll give him a five. Not there. You go. There you go. More more drama to it. Um, I thought he was well off it to be honest. I didn't really look. Didn't, didn't really look confident, uh, which is weird. He's uh, normally normally is and didn't really provide that technical ability we know he has midfield. Um. Again, that was probably down to QPR in the way they set up and they completely hammered out. It didn't really look like we had a midfield like a lot of the game. Um QPR were far the better side on the day. We're not we're not the same QPR that started the season so poorly. Agreed with Gareth Ainsworth. Yeah, Gareth Ainsworth. Uh, in current form, we are a top ten side. Good luck for your playoff push. Um, I'm laughing at that last bit. Um <laughs> top you. ten is a push, I'd say. Top ten, I'd say, is a bit of a push right now. Um but I do what? think they're definitely for QPR. Oh, right. Um, but I'd say they're definitely they definitely deserve to stay in the league, and I hope they do. Um, because they are a decent side and they don't deserve to be in League One. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, well, good luck to them. But yeah, we're, we're definitely still on that top six push, aren't we? Um, yes, after that Probably. result, oh, I'd like to know what top six push he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, under Sif Fuentes, they have been. Probably around mid table, they won't be there if, if they have to for the whole season. I don't think they'll be anywhere near the bottom three. Um, Anas Mometti, no, not Anas Mometti, and Boudet. I've just read that as Mometti, that's Mboudet. Dere and Boudet, I was, thought, I was he fared on his... very, very disappointed. Um, to be honest, and I thought he was very sloppy when he came on. 
um for me he didn't have a lot of composure a lot of loose passes the chemistry with conway was really Excuse poor me. and conway looked pretty yeah he looked he looked really annoyed um but he had to keep his his cool yeah mabude wasn't great i mean he's still obviously settling in he hasn't started um well no has he no no he hasn't started started yeah um in terms of uh, scoring i mean how many minutes did he play he only came on in like the 60 58 minutes so he had a half an hour over half an hour um i'd say i'd say i mean compared to he didn't really bring much i'm gonna go harsh 4.5 for me i'd say it's a bit harsh isn't it um yeah it's a weird one theory because i think he's a good he's got obviously got skills and you can see that um just made yeah that was quite at it he was, he was quite at it uh, was he um and yeah i've seen a lot of fans reactions um on on uh, on twitter especially twitter um but it was very 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 you know heavy even going heavy on him obviously he's only been here for a while a small while um so you can't really bash him too much but yeah just based on what we saw um we completely take all the context out of it i thought it was really poor i'll give him a five i'll give him a, lot, a little bit of the benefit of the doubt but the amount of times he gave the ball away was just yeah not good hopefully he improves though um tommy conway thoughts on him yesterday because he didn't start got uh came in with naki wells up top as well so they made a two uh we were properly trying to go for it um it's like what's it it's like it's like having an ak-47 right but with no bullets no creativity interesting analogy i i, I see what you uh, mean it's, it's, i see what you mean um, there's, 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 there's no scott twine element to it yeah i think i think conway was i mean when we look at i, I mean to be fair if we look at his performances recently mm. i'd call that one of his average performances to be honest i mean when's it, he hasn't scored too many um recently i'm not i know that might be a bit i think below average but i think he recently and in in games i'm gonna go to his goals now um i mean his last goal has been what well, west ham he had the two in the cup but the last one in the league last one in the league was against hull um in december so that's been he a while. Hull? yeah i'm surprised by that yeah he scored the, the penalty the penalty in the we had a penalty in I can't remember that. That's hard. I can't remember that. Um, oh, I was there. I can't remember that. So it's been a while, and I just know I remember performances, especially against well, Southampton away. I know that was probably before, but things like that. He, he, he misses certain chances, misses and obviously sometimes he do, he does miss a lot. And sometimes in certain games, it's we're not on top, and obviously he doesn't have a lot to feed off. Not a lot of opportunities, but. When he came on, I think it was kind of more the same. He had probably our best best chance, if you call it a chance, even um, with that shot that just went wide. Um, give me a five point five um, below average, but I don't think for him personally it was one of his his worst performances. But yeah, I do want to see more from Conway. 
Uh, think positive, guys. Lots of games to go. Good luck with the channel. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, lots of games to go. Um, well, not a lot of games to go. 12, 13, 13 games. To go. Uh, yeah, 13 games. 13, 13 to go. And Bristol City are looking like they're going to dwindle again. Um, Tommy Conway, as I said, I'm going to stick by my analogy. I'm going to stick by my analogy. I'm going to say, I'm saying, having an AK 47 without any guns, uh, without any guns, without any bullets. Um, <laughs> It's you can have all the strikers you want, but if there's nothing going into the box for them with good enough service. Um, and you have a double pivot of James and Williams, uh, and then Garden Hickman, who was dismal when he came on as well. Um, yeah, it's not really not really the ideal scenario. I'll, I'll give him a six. I thought he was look similar to Cornick in a way, he had to did 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 okay with what he had. Um, Mark Sykes, who came on at right back for Ross McCrory, I think. Didn't yeah, obviously, obviously yeah. yeah, on for Ross McCrory instead of Tanner coming on, and obviously a return for him, um, from yeah, injury been, yeah. off the bench. Got so, him. always good to see, um, good to see him back, not in his how long did he play? Position. He played. Uh, yeah, he came out. He was the last substitution and he came on in the 75th minute. So he just got over 15 minutes, mm. probably around 20 minutes then. Um, yeah, 20 minutes, yeah. I thought he wasn't horrendous. Um, he can't, he can't, he, he was, shouldn't play right back ever again. He, sh he shouldn't play right back, but he did at the start of his time at the club, I remember. Yeah. Um, but he, he, it's not his position, but I thought. Even though he was there, I thought he wasn't horrendous. He he made a couple of nice passes um, into Naki for for one for Conway's chance, and I thought he looked okay and brought a little bit more threat. Um, so I give him a six um, for the time he played. Yeah, I I agree with that. I'll give him a six. Give him a six as well. Did did again thrown into an unfortunate scenario where the team literally looked like they're shot of confidence. So yeah, I can't can't really disagree with that one. Lastly, Liam Manning. I always forget about this one, so I, I haven't got one for him. But I'm going to make one on right, the spot. I'm, but it's can I just? I'll just can yeah, I go, you, you go, go first on this one. Yeah. Um, I thought Manning got the tactical setup perfect against Southampton. We absorbed the pressure in the first half, uh, and then we hit them on the counter attack brilliantly in the second half, and we got the three goals. And by the time they scored, the game was completely dead. Um, this one though. He should have seen this coming from a mile away. If he'd seen QPR play in his in their recent games against Norwich, against Millwall, um, he would have seen a team that are good on the ball, trying to control possession, despite who they play, unless they play like Leicester or Southampton or Leeds uh, or Ipswich. They do try to control the ball, uh, especially against us in a must-win game after the game against Stoke in the, in, in the week for them where they, sh they, they needed to win. They didn't, and this was a must-win for them. They won. Um, I thought he got set up wrong, to be honest. I thought James and Williams, as much as I understand the fact that, you know, rotation and whatnot, Pelagon Hickman hasn't started in a while. So I haven't, it's not like he's been starting three games a week for ages. So I thought, well, okay, why don't we give him a go? We'll give Matty James a rest, give Joe Williams a rest. Um, instead, he goes with James and Williams, which we know is fine against Southampton. It's fine against Leeds to a certain degree. It's fine against Leicester. It's fine against Ipswich. It's not going to be work. It's not going to work if we play teams in the bottom three 
uh, or in the bottom six, or you know, generally below us, who are um, good defensively, going to sit in a shape, getting sit in a structure, and hit you on the break. Basically, what we did to Southampton. You can't play a double pivot of James Williams. I'm sorry, you can't do that. You have to be flexible, and he wasn't. Um, substitutions as well. Substitutions are a cascade effect on, on what the starting eleven was. To be honest, to be honest. Um, I'll give him a four point five, and I love Liam Manning, and I love the work he's trying to do. And I, God, I got to hope. God, that's that's not even a that's not even a phrase. That I hope to God that works. That it works. However, yesterday was not all his fault, but he certainly didn't help the team with his tactical setup and lack of flexibility mm-hmm. um, on the ball was quite. Uh, frustrating. Yeah, I I agree with you. I've given him a four, so even lower. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really poor. And we need to learn how to to play different teams and play in different styles throughout the game. And like we like we mentioned, the flexibility going forward and that pivot does not work. I'm really surprised TGH hasn't started recently. Um, in terms of the front three, I mean. Yeah, he, he, I think Sykes would have been better to play um, more forward in his own position. But obviously, he's come back from injury. He could only play for a minor amount of the game. Um, but yeah, just overall, really poor. We looked really lacklustre, nothing going forward, no threat. And it's strange. I mean, we've obviously mentioned it, but the way we can go from that brilliant performance to this, the consistency is really what we're lacking. And we have done for a long, long time. Um, we've got, I think, well, we had our 13 match on being streak, which was last season, yeah. and then uh, after There's that, a lot of draws in there. yeah, a lot of draws in there as well. I think we only got six wins, um, yeah. or five wins, six, maybe. seven, seven, seven uh, draws. Yeah. yeah, um, and around that, I don't think we've had an unbeaten streak longer than maybe four, um, five, maybe one time, but yeah. We need to sort it out, and there's a good opportunity next week um, to come back. It's going to be a tough game, but yeah, Manning got it pretty wrong yesterday. Well, that's it on QPR. Uh, we'll talk quickly about the Chef Wednesday game then coming up next week. Uh, obviously, we've got a week's rest, so hopefully the players are all fit and fresh um, because it, they need to be. Uh, there's, there's no excuses, really, is there, in terms of fitness and fatigue. There's a week's rest. Um, and we've had rotation during this period as well. So, no. Unless you're injured, there's no excuses. Um, in terms of a challenge, what Chevy Wednesday will pose, uh, they'll be good going forward. They'll be good defensively as well, actually, in the Danny Royal. Um, they came to Ashton Gate earlier on the season. They only lost 1 0. Um, and actually, that was with a red card as well. And if I'm being honest, even with the red card, even with their main man, Barry Bannon, being sent off, they were the better side in that game. Um, I know we had Curtis flowing in charge. Um, so no running yet. But still, they were the better side. Um, probably should have got a point, at least, in that one. Um, two sides in the relegation zone on the trot for City. Um, I would have been saying six points is a must in these two games. Um, maximum. Output is now three, and I'm not really confident we're going to get three. Um, yeah, tell me your thoughts on Chef Wednesday, uh, and what do you think? How do you think this game is going to go? It's not going to be easy for us, and 
Sheffield Wednesday have been pretty impressive recently. Obviously, they had a horrendous start um, to the season and they went a lot of games without a win. Um, but they've picked up some relatively good form recently. Obviously, losses in and around against uh, strong sides. But they're, they've climbed a bit away from, from the bottom. They're still in 23rd, obviously. Um, but you never know. They could they could climb their way out of, of the bottom three. But yeah, it's two teams in the relegation zone um, after we've just beaten an informed borough side and the mo- yeah the most informed side in the whole championship, um, who won twenty five games and they also bounced back with a win against West Brom after that um, loss against us. But yeah, I don't see us. Uh, I don't see us. I, I'm. I don't think we'll we'll come back with an with an amazing performance. I think we have to show what we can do, and I think Manning will realize what he's done wrong. We're away from home, but I think, I mean, in terms of our form away and home, I think it's pretty equal. Um, but I think we're a little bit better away from home um, over the long term. So I think I think we'll get a result at least. I really hope we do. And I'm going to be positive because we should be beating this side. I mean, yes, they've been in okay form, but they are 23rd at the end of the day. And before yesterday, we were looking at a top six fight. If so... we lose, you do realise it's going to get clipped up. We should be losing <laughs> this. <laughs> we should, and we said about QPR as well, but I think Sheffield Wednesday is even, well, even worse. Um, well, well, the problem is we're saying we should beat these sides uh, in the bottom three. And... Okay, fine. We're saying that, but what is the, we we I said that against QPR because we thought we needed to, if we were in this top six race to get that sixth place, we needed to beat sides in the bottom three, especially at home. Um, this is a completely different ask on its own, um, and we've now grown to a point. We've got to a point now where maybe the gap between us and sixth place is a little bit. Is getting to an insurmountable point, possibly. Yeah, you were going to say your score prediction. Sorry. Yeah, no. On on that, yeah, we're now seven points off, um, and it's it is fine margins though, considering our lack of consistency and everything throughout this season, injuries and all. Seven points is like that Stoke game. We don't throw that away. Let Norwich, we don't throw that loss away. Just these little fine margins in games, and we could be at two points off. Um, and that is the championship for you. I mean, there is anything is possible. There's 13 games left, but let's be honest. If we're counting us in it, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Um, well, West Brom have fallen off. Well, nine nine teams fighting for two places. Um, so yeah. And our chances and our performances, I don't see that happening. And there are a lot of strong sides there. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get the win, hopefully. And I'll predict that we do. And I think we can. If Scott Twine comes back in especially, I think that will be a big help. Um, maybe Sykes can start or at least play more. Um, hopefully TGH comes in as well. Um, we'll see what Manning does. So, yeah, I'm going to go for a... 2-1 win away from home. I think it'll be tough for us. I think it'll be very tough, actually. Um, they're good. Uh, they're a good side. They've massively improved on the Danny Roll and they've got two wins in the last three games, which is massive in the relegation battle. 
How many points off uh, Millwall are they? They beat Millwall last time. Uh, lost them out. So they're four points off Millwall in 21st. Uh, five points off Huddersfield. Six points off Stoke. Uh, seven points. That's actually very neat, that. They're four points off Millwall. Five points off Huddersfield. Six points off Stoke. Seven off Swansea. Eight off Blackburn and Plymouth. That's very, yeah, that's very symmetrical. Very symmetrical. Um, mm. uh, what should I go for? I'll be pessimistic because why not? Um, I'll go one one. I think we might be able to sneak something, uh, but it'll be tough because they they have a lot more to play for at the moment than than we do. Um, let us know your score predictions in the comments uh, in the live chat. Um, yeah, as we go. If you're watching after the fact, do leave it in the comment section down below as well. Um, I think that is it. And to be honest, I go on. We're forgetting something. Um, as always, you on talk the about Alex Scott for podcast. It's not Alex Scott this time because he's he actually hasn't played in the last couple of games a lot. But he it is he... another good friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Antoine Semenyo, um, scored right, a very right. nice goal and and it and it just brought back memories and his back flip and it was just it was a beautiful see. So good to see him doing well. They got a decent point um away from home against Newcastle. Um, on the championship, we were just talking about the relegation zone. Just Stoke, Blackburn, Millwall, they've had big full offs, I have to say. Um, we've got a prediction in the chat now. Um, 1 1. I mean, uh, okay. 1 1 would be okay, but. Yeah. Okay, you were going to say. 1 point, one point hour 6 would be really poor going into these two. But, but in the longer term, really... we've beaten Southampton and we've beaten Middlesbrough. No one expected that, did we? Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, go on. You're gonna say about the so. anyway. They've had big fall offs, and I don't know. I just thought it, it's pretty interesting. Blackburn and Stoke were kind of in and around there, and they've fallen off. But we just always stay mid table, don't we? We always we love a mid table finish. I'd rather be mid table than in the relegation zone, to be honest. Yeah, the relegation yeah that's what I'm gonna say. It would be a lot more dismal down there, but. Yeah, we've got the seven side derby to look forward to. You can't make that, but we're about to see a Jeju hat trick. Oh my god, he's been awful. He's been terrible for them, apparently. Um, Yeah, I won't be able to make the seven side derby because, ironically, I'm in Wales. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone who has been a bit um, not not bad, on the other hand, one of our players, uh, Andy Byman, as Annie goes off camera. He's already scored three three odd goals for them, which is more than he's done for us all season. So very surprising on that front. Um, but yeah, comment your your stuff down below. Follow us on um, our podcast things on Spotify as Annie comes back. Spotify, Apple Sorry. Podcasts, we're all on that good stuff. Um, make sure to give us a rating on there as well and subscribe to the channel. Um, yeah, I was just talking about, what was I talking about? Now you've gone off camera again. Um, we love a mid-table finish. That was what I was on about. But yeah, comment below. Follow us on all that stuff. Any any final thoughts on on the game on next week? Yeah, sorry. Um, um, look, we in the bigger picture, did we expect to beat Middlesbrough and Southampton? I would have taken two points from that with bite hands off. We've got six points from that. Uh, obviously, looking at it, you're going QPR, Sheffield Wednesday, both in the bottom three. Yeah, away at Hillsborough isn't that easy. I don't think we have a particularly good record there either. However, you know, looking at at least four points, hopefully, maybe 
They've got to get in the playoff race at six. Um, it's not been that way. Um, but yeah, disappointing against QPR, but we need to bounce back. We need to make sure we are um, consistent. And honestly, if we take three, three, if we win at Hillsborough or we go three wins in the last four against Southampton, Borough and Sheffield Wednesday, I know the home defeat against QPR is not nice. However, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, we put ourselves in a decent position. However, it is what it is. Um, that's it for me. Yeah, make sure to leave a like on the stream if you haven't already. I know a few of you, a few QPR fans actually in the comment section. Um, so yeah, if you want to give, if you want to leave us a like, that'll be very well appreciated. Subscribe. Um, yeah, we'll be trying to do, do a lot, few more live streams just to get uh, your guys' thoughts in the live chat as well. Um, and yeah, hopefully improve a few things across the board. Uh, thank you very much for watching. If you're watching after the fact, uh, yeah, subscribe and comment your score predictions and thoughts on the QPR game and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, if you're on Spotify, leave us a five star, five star review. Um, thank you very much. It's a big thank you from me. Uh, Matisse, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, disappointing game, but we try not to mention Alex. Trying not. That's going to be a hard one. Um, I'll mention uh, we mentioned Antoine Semenyo anyway, but yeah, we we move again to uh, Shepherd Wednesday. So hopefully we bounce back, and yeah, we're always going to say next year's our year. So maybe next <laughs> next year. year is our year. Definitely, hundred percent. We thought this was going to be our year. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the championship. Anything can happen. Like the QPR fan said, our playoff push is still on. So and there's a lot of games left. So you never know. And on that note, I will end the stream. Thank you very much for watching.